I am Liz Wright. Welcome to Live Your Best Life. The only thing that matters now is living by the power of this wonderful new creation life. We're going to become an undefeatable force of radiating glory, and we are rising up strong now in this hour. Hi, family. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Live Your Best Life with me, of course, Liz Wright. And in today's time together, um, I'm going to share with you a, a summary of two profound encounters that I had recently with Jesus, where I, even preparing, even praying just before I came on, um, I just felt undone again by the Lord's heart. This invitation from him is so holy. It's so, it's touching the deep, deep place in Jesus' heart. It's really the desire of his heart. And so I get the privilege of being able to extend this invitation to you. Many of you may have already begun to feel this, this drawing from the Lord's heart already. So I'm hoping that what I share with you is confirmation of something of what he's doing in your life. And if not, that you will hear his heart for you today as I share. So the the theme of the invitation of the encounter is the Edenic Covenant which is the original covenant that happened in the Garden of Eden when when God created Adam and Eve, his own image, and he spoke promises to them and gave them direction and entered into a covenant with them, which was pre the Adamic covenant, pre the fall. And it's where Jesus is bringing us back to. So when I'm going to read word for word his invitation to you in a moment that he put into my heart. He spoke to me. And then I'm going to read from scripture, from Genesis chapter one, where the Edenic covenant is actually recorded for us so that you understand what I'm talking about and you can access it through the word of God. But like I said, when Jesus brought me into this experience with him, I was undone because I could feel, I was overwhelmed. I can feel his heart right now. I could feel that this is Jesus' dream. It was always his dream. It is his dream. And now he's getting his dream in fullness in, in awakening us into being able to experience what happened, what happened, who we were created to be, his original intention, the blueprint, not just of who we are, but the life that we were created to live in, which we see in the Garden of Eden. And of course, the word Eden, if you study it, it's a rich, amazing word in the Hebrew. It actually means bliss, living in a perfect, ecstatic state of bliss that comes from experiencing the pure, perfect love of God continually. That's our original design. That's what, that's what in, in the fall, you know, what happened, that cataclysmic, horrific moment where the enemy came in and deceived Eve, you know, and we, we moved into an experience of a sensation of separateness that was just devastating to us and to the heart of God. It was all of that. It has been obviously redeemed at the cross and is now being restored to us experientially. So it all has already been restored to us. Of course, we walk in new creation life, but it's the experience in fullness now of that and of the restored relationship that we can now have with Jesus, his dream, your, his dream, and the fullness of that, that partnership that we can 
we can live in all the time because of our union with him now. So I encourage you just open your heart, you know, like Jesus tells us in, in Luke, you know, as we open our heart, revelation, light floods into our spirit. We're transformed. That's how we begin to tune in to being able to enter into experiences and encounters with the Lord. It's just literally simply opening our heart. You know, we turn to the Lord with an open heart, as the word says again in Colossians, I think it is, with an open heart or Corinthians. Anyway, you'll have to read all the letters to find out. <laughs> but but you, you return to the Lord with an open heart and the veil is removed and we see. You know, the, the veil meaning anything that obscures our visibility and our ability to experience God. It's literally choosing to open our heart again. So in this moment, as I begin to read the promise, the invitation and the promise from the Lord's heart for you, and then on into Genesis. And as I'm sharing, keep your heart, just choose, choose to open your heart again to him. You know, if you're devastated by what you're walking through at the moment, your heart feels closed or you're going, you're going through a lot of trauma, just choose in this moment, or even if you have hope deferred, just, you know, through believing him for a long time, for breakthroughs that haven't yet happened, just open your heart again today. Dare to believe him because he's going to speak to you. He's going to, this is, this is the passion of Jesus' heart. There's no no in his heart. This is what he wants for your life, for you to not just know it intellectually or intermittently, but for you to walk in this all the time. So these are his words to your heart. Personalize it. Hear him speaking to you. This isn't just generally for everybody. This is, this is for the body of Christ, but it's personally one by one, one heart at a time, moving into the fullness of his original intention, his original blueprint. So his invitation, he's saying to you today, will you receive the entrustment to partner with me over the whole earth as my people, my restored image? Will you walk with me in the original passion and purpose that I had at the beginning of time? Will you give me your heart again, to see the earth together come free from its bondage to decay, to walk in the fullness of my intended relationship. So going on into, so just hold that in your heart, just hold that in your heart. This is about walking in the fullness, responding to Jesus' passion and desire, his passionate pursuit of you is ultimately for you to look like this, to live like this in the fullness of your partnership. And as we each say yes to him, you know, we can't even begin to imagine what that's going to look like, the fullness of his original intention to steward the earth together, to bring heaven on earth, to extend Eden, right? With Eden, the state of bliss of living continually, experiencing the love of God, the perfection of who God is as our full-time experience, living from full immersion, in the love of God, bringing Eden, bringing divine bliss across the face of the earth into every place that we go continually. Who the, the, releasing the, the transformative, restorative power of Jesus, releasing his love, his healing. It's, it, miracles flow from his presence, right? Wherever the creator's presence touches, restoration happens. It's that kind of partnership and beyond. That's, the, that's what we can see right now. So it's the fullness, the fullness of his intention. So the Edenic covenant is recorded for us in Genesis 1, 
verses 26 through 28. And it says, then God says, the word says, then God said, let us make a man and a woman in our image to be like us. It's a huge, well-known scriptures, but they're huge in implication if you, for our hearts. If we really listen to them, listen to what the Spirit of God is saying to you right now, it will, when this revelation drops, we open our heart and allow the revelation light to move into us from the word of God. It transforms our life. It absolutely removes low self-esteem, low self-worth, false definitions of who others have said we are and tried to define us by. It sets us free. We, you are a woman, a man, made in the very image and likeness of God. You know, the word Adam means God's blood, the very image, the very life of God to be expressed into this realm, into the earth realm. So let us make a man and a woman in our image to be like us. Let them reign over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, the livestock, over the creatures that creep along the ground and over the wild animals. So God, Elohim in the Hebrew, created man and woman and shaped them with his image inside them. In his own beautiful image, he created his masterpiece. Wow really feel Holy Spirit. You're his masterpiece. I'm his masterpiece. Yes, male and female, he created them and God blessed them in his love. The word blessing there, this is amazing. I'm just going to read on from the notes here. Um, it means empowered them for abundant living, infusing them with power, surrounding them with favor for successful living, fruitful, successful, in every area and sphere of life, all flowing from a vibrant relationship with creator God and able to soar. Isn't that amazing? That's what you being blessed by God means. It's providing that kind of life for you supernaturally. He is. And then the scripture goes on to say, reproduce and be, and be fruitful populate the earth and subdue it. That word subdue means reign, control, steward. Reign over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, and every creature that lives on earth, which also means it, it in includes snakes and scorpions, which of course we understand from the scriptures means that it represents the realm of darkness. So basically take dominion over the earth, have dominion. You have full authority delegated to you because of the relationship, the partnership that we were originally intended to have with Father, Holy Spirit and Jesus with the Godhead. So the footnotes go on to say, so just receive this as strength into your spirit. God created someone like himself to reflect who he is into all of creation, a God kind of being because he desires to give himself to you and for you. He took his own nature and likeness and fashioned a creature just like him. One he could love, just get this, whew, one he could love with unlimited passion. One he could co-reign with. As he fashioned, he created Eve for Adam to be his partner he was looking at you. He was looking at us. This is what he restored to us at the cross. 
Now he is inviting us into the fullness of this experience. So Jesus then took me into two experiences, encounters with him to do with this, to do with the Edenic covenant. And the first part, so I, I, I was in worship, time of worship, spirit realm opened up and I found myself in the library in heaven. And there was an ancient book that came towards me. And I knew it was like, I was looking at like the oldest book and it was called the Edenic covenant, the original covenant. And so I received the book. And then as soon as I received the book, like understanding from the spirit of God was flooding into my spirit. I knew that this was, we were like in the Hebraic mindset, you know, not things are not linear in Hebrew. They're, they're cyclical. I felt like we were being brought back experientially to the beginning so that we could begin again. And we were, we were the fullness of the dream of God, like I said, that is, is shown to us through the Edenic covenant is what Jesus is restoring to our lives now as the body of Christ individually and corporately. So then I took the book and the next thing that happened was I found myself in the throne room and I suddenly got filled with grief and I found myself literally prostrate before the Lord, just grieving and pouring out like, just how sorry I am that I was really connected to, to how little we've understood how to steward the earth. And there was no condemnation in it. It was just like, just this realization and grief hit me. And, that, and then where the earth has been violated through our ignorance and, and through collectively the human races, just not understanding how to partner with the Lord's heart in the stewardship of the planet, not operating in wisdom for the most part, not really understanding in our hearts that the earth is his love gift to us. You know, it's it's the purpose of the partnership in many ways. It's not the full purpose, but you understand what I'm saying. It's a big part of, that's a better way of saying it, it's a big part of the relationship to steward and protect the earth, to bring Eden into this realm, to bring the fullness of the kingdom on earth, and then all else that the Lord has in his heart for us. And so I just grieved and said, I'm so sorry, Jesus. I'm so sorry. And then I just humbled myself and just said, just teach me, teach us, Lord, how to steward the earth, how to do this with you. What does that partnership look like? And as I said that, Jesus handed me, and I knew he was handing, he was, he was handing me the title deeds of the earth. And I knew he was showing me what he's actually done and what he wants to fully entrust into our care as this, as this way of relating to him is restored. And so immediately in my moment of absolute clarity and realization that there's no way we can steward the earth apart from Jesus, look at the state of the planet, you know, and it's, and I, like I said, it's not condemnation. It's just, this is being restored to us now because of what happened at the cross. This is his intention. He, he wants us to realize our absolute ineptness that apart from him, we can do nothing. We, we, it's just crazy to try to run a planet apart from its creator, separate from its creator. And so there's this huge invitation now to just begin to be able to do this in oneness with his mind, with his wisdom, to enjoy it. To and there's this part of our relationship as 
is restored to him, so we're going to see the earth restored, everything coming free from its bondage to decay, because we as the sons of the kingdom, daughters of the kingdom, take our position, take up our position, but it's a position of heart-to-heart relationship. So as I did that, and, and he, he handed me the title deeds of the earth, which of course he has possession of, I then immediately released them back to Jesus and said, apart from you, no, with you, yes, but I have no idea how. I know that we don't as a human race, maybe some more than others, but not really, not to the full degree that we were created to walk in, You know how we're supposed to walk in that responsibility. And so I handed them back and then Jesus cupped my hands in his. And I knew that I could feel it in his heart, in his passion and his delight in us in this moment to saying yes. And so, so I knew that that part of the relationship I'd agreed and, and all of us in our, you know, in our, in clarity of mind, this is what we want more than anything. We want this as he wants this. And so then we went, as he handed me the title deeds, I gave them back. And then when we held them together, the next thing that happened was Jesus gave me a scroll and it was Isaiah 61, which of course is the mantle of Christ. And that is the, the expression of life that we are supposed to walk in in fullness now. And he was activating it. He was fully restoring it to us. And I knew that the scroll contained the scripture Isaiah 61 and that this is the expression of life that we were created to walk in, that we are to continue the ministry of Jesus, to express the life of Christ, because of course he's inside of us now. We are his image restored. And so I just felt that I was to read Isaiah 61 to you as an activation, because as he handed me the scroll, I felt this aspect of who we are now in Jesus activating in all of us because I I really the whole experience as I always say was for us corporately the Lord was showing me what he's restoring to the bride now so I just as I'm reading I encourage you again just open your heart again open your spirit and just begin to receive this truth into your spirit Isaiah 61 starting at verse 1 then this is you, right? Remember, this is you. So personalize it, receive it as I'm reading it. It's this is me, Jesus. This is the truth of who I am now as a new creation. And like you, I will walk this way. The mighty spirit of the Lord Yahweh is wrapped around me because Yahweh has anointed me as a messenger to preach good news to the poor. He sent me to heal the wounds of the brokenhearted and to tell captives, you are free. And to tell prisoners, be free from your darkness and the power of God. I can feel the power of God on those words really strongly for you. And then through your life, you're going to start to find a different level of power moving out of you as you speak to people, freedom. So I'll just read that again. He sent you, right? He sent you. This was de- this is Jesus decreeing his own ministry, right? This is what he spoke over himself, recorded in Luke 4 when he stood up in the synagogue and he revealed himself and his purpose for coming into the earth realm. These are the scriptures, right, that he quoted from. And so he's saying to you now as his restored image that you are now ones sent to heal the wounds of the brokenhearted. How? 
through his love, his power, his spirit moving through you, through your kind speech, through the laying on of hands, through the look of love that as his love shines out of your eyes, you are radiating the power of Jesus through a hug. I've seen people healed from being raped, from absolutely a, a, a tr horrific trauma being healed completely as I held them in my arms and I could feel that they were being held in the arms of God in that moment. I was his body in that moment. You are his body. That's who we are. And the love of Jesus was just pouring into her and she was set free from the horror of that kind of trauma. You know, same Jesus in you, right? Same Jesus in you. He's, see, he's sending us to heal the wounds of the brokenhearted, to tell captives you are free and to tell prisoners be free from your darkness. I am sent to announce a new season of Yahweh's grace and a time of God's recompense on his enemies to comfort all who are in sorrow, to strengthen those crushed by despair who mourn in Zion, to give them a beautiful bouquet in the place of ashes, the oil of bliss instead of tears and the mantle of joyous praise instead of the spirit of heaviness. Because of this, they will be known, you will be known as mighty oaks of righteousness planted by Yahweh as a living display of his glory. Everywhere you go, every moment of every day, you are an oak of righteousness the planting of the Lord for the display of his glory, or in other translations, it says the display of his splendor, wisdom, fruitfulness, the nature of Jesus, the power of the spirit of God, all shines from your life. The more consciously aware of this truth we are, the more we can partner and enjoy and engage into this reality and live new creation experience. But even when you're not consciously aware, it's still who you are the beauty and power of who Jesus is drips from your life. And we're going to see an increase of fruitfulness and of healing flowing in this season now as Jesus restores us into the experience of Eden, pre-fall Eden. They will restore ruins from long ago and rebuild what was long devastated. They will renew ruined cities and desolations of past generations. Foreigners will be appointed to shepherd your many flocks. Strangers will cultivate your fields and tend your vines. You will be known as priests of Yahweh and called servants of our God. You will feast on the wealth of the nations and revel in their riches because you received a double dose of shame and, and dishonor. You will inherit a double portion of endless joy and everlasting bliss. This is the promise of God. This is the design for our lives, the original blueprint that we would know, experience everlasting joy, everlasting bliss, endless joy and everlasting bliss. Whew. Holy for I, Yahweh, love fairness and justice. I hate stealing and sin. I will rightly repay them because of my faithfulness and enter into an everlasting covenant with them. Their seed will be famous among the nations and their descendants, the center of attention of the people. All who see them will recognize that they are the seed that Yahweh has blessed with favor. And then the scripture goes on. You can read the rest of it. I encourage you to in your own time. But this is what's happening now. Jesus is saying, will you step into my original intention, my heart's desire, which was the fullness of partnership with you, fullness of relationship.
stewardship of the earth, which is his gift to us. And he's going to do it. He's going to do it through us, through us and with us. And then the second part, which is the last part I'm going to share with you today, the second part of the encounter, I came out of that, I felt really on fire, really activated, really like my heart was convinced of this truth all over again. That yes, it's not me that needs to do this. It's not me trying to muscle my way into being able to be effective in ministry and life, but it's just sitting down on the inside, agreeing with who Jesus says I am and allowing him to flow through me as I enjoy my relationship with him. I want, I saw with my whole heart, I said, yes. So the second part of the encounter I went into, I found myself again, this time in heaven. I was in the garden of Eden. And standing in front of me, I saw Eve and I saw Jesus. And they both reached out their hands. I was overwhelmed with love. They reached out their hands to me, brought me close to them. And I literally felt like I was going to explode. They were full of joy. They were celebrating. We were like standing in a circle. And then in the distance, I saw Adam coming over. And there was just this incredible like celebratory passionate joy that was flowing out of them and just moving into me in waves. And out of my spirit, I literally just exploded with love for Jesus. And out of my spirit, out of my mouth came the words, I choose you, Jesus. I choose you, Jesus. And then the second I said that, I saw the serpent and he came slithering onto my right-hand side. And without even missing a beat without even taking my eyes off Jesus and Eve for a moment, I stamped on the head of the serpent and crushed his head. And again, I knew I was experiencing the victory of the cross, the reality of our position now because of what Jesus has done. And I knew that in that moment, as I experienced the victory over evil, the deception of the serpent destroyed. And I could feel this celebration that was happening. And out of my spirit, I just almost screamed, I choose you, Jesus. The moment in the garden where Eve didn't and she was deceived was restored. And that was what the celebration was. So when in our tiny little movements of our hearts, when we choose Jesus, when we choose Jesus, it's a moment of restoration. It's releasing such celebration in heaven, where in that moment Eve wasn't able to. But now because of Jesus, all things are being restored. Now as the second Eve, we're able to. We're able to freely love him by the, because of the grace of God. And we're now moving into this, this depth of relationship with him, the full restoration of his dream of being able to have this kind of relationship with us where we choose him, where he, that was what he died for, right? When he was, we, he was sustained. He endured the agony of the cross, as the word says, because of the joy that was set before him. The hope as he looked into the future and he saw you, he saw me in that moment where we would voluntarily, freely choose him, free from the enemy's power to hold us in darkness, to keep us in deception, we can now choose him. And because of that moment, we're able to engage 
into his dream, into this level of relationship and stewardship of the earth that is unstoppable. The enemy can only affect our lives by trafficking in darkness through deception. He is a liar. The other thing I felt when I crushed his head and experienced what has happened to us, I could, I felt the irrelevancy of evil. I felt the powerlessness in the face of those of us that know who we are and are now in an awakened state, are remembering who we actually are by the power of Holy Spirit. So I hope that has empowered you and encouraged you today. I just want to pray in finishing that for you. Jesus, I just thank you for the power of your word. I thank you for the truth of what you're doing, this holy, beautiful invitation that's flowing from your heart. And we say yes. I pray for the grace for my brother or sister watching or listening to this right now, that with all of their heart, they will be touched by your spirit right now to likewise also turn with all of their being and say, with every fiber of their being, with their whole heart, Jesus, I choose you. No matter what, I choose you. I want this kind of restored relationship in my life. I want to run with you in the maturity, in maturity, in the fullness of your intention for my life, my original design. Have your dream, Jesus. Have your dream. I pray that every part of you will awaken into this experience. Now, I know it will. I'm just agreeing with his heart. And that over these next few days, if you can listen back to this until the words get deeply in your spirit and ignite fresh strength, fresh faith in you. And that actually, I know that what I've experienced, you will step into as well. I'm sharing with you the testimony of Jesus, which is the spirit of prophecy. It's an open door for you to step into too and experience. So have the most amazing week. And I look forward to being with you again next week. God bless. Hi, if you really enjoyed today's show and you want to go deeper with Jesus and experience his love and his presence more than you ever have, then I have a present for you, a free gift. If you want to jump over to experiencinggodslove.com and just click on and sign up, then you will receive one of my teaching videos that I have created especially for you that will not only give you a few keys just very, very quickly that you can uh, utilize in your daily walk with the Lord, um, but also I'm going to take you there as well. So it's an activation. So yeah, so jump over to experiencinggodslove.com and you are going to be so blessed. <laughs>